0: america real game is how you get someone awesome to marry you and not divorce you everything else is fake game or incomplete game i know it's not obvious that this is the case yet divorces changes the definition and redefines game fundamentally transforms what game is i used to think you know back when i wasn't really sure that anyone awesome would want to sleep with me i thought game meant how could i get someone awesome to sleep with me then i figured out well you know every now and then for some reason um awesome women wanted to sleep with me so then i understood game as being how you get someone to not only sleep with you but to commit and marry you but uh you know my parents are divorced and it kind of shocked my dad in a way because my mom like apparently a lot of women who initiate divorce women initiate divorce and so she bounced and um and so as soon as i realized that real game had to do with marriage the idea of an easy divorce kind of changed, fundamentally changed that game. So real game is how to get someone who's awesome to both marry and um, not divorce you. And the problem is, I the real problem is women are kind of not very honest with themselves or their partners about what that all entails, right? So let's say you get a conservative girl to do all of this for you but like they're conservative so they're not looking for uh, a partner in marriage you're looking for a protector they're looking like i don't want to i don't want another dependent i don't want both my kids and a wife to be a dependent i think that's uh, i don't i don't like treating adults as dependent. i want a partner i want someone we figure it out because that's part of the cool part of being a we not like yeah i don't i don't i don't want another kid <laughs> I don't want another dependent. So I don't like conservative women, you know, uh, for that reason, for someone to marry. And then liberals are a little bit ridiculous because if you tell one that they're wrong, they might just divorce you because you told them that they're wrong. <laughs> they might be bad at something. And then you tell them, you know, you might be bad about something. That's abuse, divorce. And then, like, what if they're bad about raising kids? Because a lot of I, – I know – in ways that the culture hasn't really caught up with that women aren't necessarily very good at raising kids. Like it's not a natural thing. It's a skill. And if I'm and I take and I was always going to take my kids very seriously. So I needed to be with someone who was going to be amenable to me telling them they're screwing up with respect to our kids in the same way that I'm amenable to people telling me I'm screwing up to all sorts of things. I, I don't know. But but you know, liberals, if you tell them that they screw up, and they just bounce, because they, they don't have any respect for institutions. And so they bounce uh, for the sake of bouncing. And, um, and then you got the whole mercenary culture too. So I didn't want to I didn't want to, to pick a wife who was just going to be another dependent, who like, not just financial dependent, I'm talking about like, intellectual dependent, uh, because they wouldn't take responsibility or accountability. Um, and expected me to be the head of household. I don't want to be a head of household. I want to be with someone, and we figured out the household. And I didn't want to be a liberal who, anytime like we disagreed, they would just threaten to leave. <laughs> because that's the liberal move. Oh, I need to choose myself. Or like, you know, I'm just a regular mediocre black guy, and I don't I don't need I don't need someone who. Is just having options just just bounce and then with kids too no, no 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 i think divorce with kids is a form of child abuse so um yeah so that's the whole game so real game is how to find someone who's going to marry you and not divorce you and what that and you can't actually listen to the women themselves because they'll say like oh i just want someone who respects me and and And, you know, pretty much does what I say, but, you know, they're not going to marry a simp either. Or they'll just divorce a simp. Simps get divorced all the time. Someone who's overly sympathetic. I'm not overly sympathetic. I'm appropriately sympathetic. (laughs) And uh, when you're ridiculous, I'll say, like, you're being ridiculous right now, so I'm not going to do what you said. But we can talk about this and maybe work to a more reasonable situation. So you can't listen to women about what they want out of a man because they've been programmed to tell you that they want a simp when they don't want a simp. They don't want someone who is overly sympathetic because nobody wants someone who's a pushover because that's like not that's they don't want someone they have to take care of either in that way. Right? Or not anybody I want. So, you can't listen to them about what they want. You can't like you can't go with the conservative ones because they just want a sugar daddy. You can't go with the liberal ones because any conflict they'll just bounce because they don't believe in institutions and um, and you have a culture of feminism working against you. So real game is negotiating that, and that's what I try to do every Monday about this time, help you negotiate that. And that's real game, that's a robust game. People talking about how to get laid, That's that's like incomplete one-sided game. And then people talk about how to get married, that's incomplete one-sided game, because we live in a world of divorce. I'm telling you, I'm telling poor guys, who are um, not obvious catches, how to not only get married, but marry an awesome woman with, uh, where you don't have to worry about divorce, right? And that's real game. And I, I think that is like, <laughs> put that in a bottle and put it out. I'm saying you're not gonna have to buy her because you, you don't want to marry a prostitute. It's not about how much money you make. You just have to like, you know, participate in the family, right? And so the way to keep someone is to find someone who's either understands what family is. But the people who understand what family is, those are high. That's a high carrot person. So you're gonna, and those high carrot person will probably like, like you, but like you both know that like they'll probably go for a different high carrot guy. So you're gonna have to find someone with screwed up understandings of family and then help them see like an under a better understanding of family, right? So if someone's young and they have a good understanding of family and will make an excellent wife, like someone better, and there are lots of guys who are better at all the things than I am, especially that I was when I was younger, uh, will probably take her up. So you're already like the top tier woman in terms of wisdom about these issues you're dealing with. So I'm going to help you deal with the broken ones, slightly broken ones. The real broken ones are going to be self-satisfied in their brokenness and you've got to let them go. But the slightly broken ones can see the light. Um will eventually see the light. I mean, they'll they'll start out being a little bit condescending, but they will eventually see the light once you see the right. The and then uh, once you're right, that's one thing. So what I figured out pretty early is that marriage is about doing family well, doing family well. And doing family well is very hard and very complicated and contingent. Now a lot of people think that doing family well just happens naturally those people end up with screwed up kids that <laughs> we live in a modern society that's remade by the modern mind and the modern mind of um, has made society sufficiently complicated that raising a family well is a skill it's a skill and i you know you can say what do you, what do you mean what well, look i have three awesome kids um I, you know, I have three awesome kids, got a house, wife, I got, like, my life's not ideal in some ways, depending on who you talk to, but um, I, like, I'm an improvement upon a lot of things, right, so, um, so doing family well is a skill, and like most skills, you're not born with it, most people do it poorly. Right? So you need to show that you will do family well. And that doesn't mean do whatever your wife asks. No, not this happy wife, happy life stuff. Like, no, that just means you, simps get divorced all the time. And, you know, you put that in a t shirt. Simps get, don't be a simp, they get divorced all the time. You think, well, yeah, all right. So that's not going to work. What works is actually training the intellectual sensibilities of your partner and working with them because you might be wrong on something. So they're going to have to train you. So like, yeah, you have to work this out with them. And even when that doesn't work because you'll be going against the culture, raising good kids is actually countercultural. You'll be going against the culture. You're going to have to like kind of weigh things out. For example, every one reason why every month passes, my marriage gets better is because with every month that pass, every month that passes, I make more sense because my wife's friends' kids are awful <laughs> and they're getting like more awful. So every month, every year, every week, every hour that um, the culture proves that it was fundamentally distorting like the conventional wisdom of of you know gender relations and family i start to look more and more like a catch and i <laughs> i was always a catch but it wasn't obvious when when she thought that um her friends were also also knew what they were doing but it turns out her friends like are bad at raising kids so i i look i look good because i'm good at the family right so you have to be good at the family but for people who think that being good at the family is a natural or easy, they're not really going to respect that. So I want you to watch this now. And, you know, go back in your Rolodex about all the baby boomers, you know, who screwed up their family, but they thought they were good about family. It starts with that Cat Ste- not Cat Stevens, that Harry Chapin song about like, you know, I work so hard, I bought it out of dad. I work so hard no ignore my kid. Now my kid doesn't want to see it with me. And like, nobody cares about the work I did because <laughs> your boss doesn't get about the work you do well who's the only person who remembers you working all that hours is your kid who never actually saw you because you were too busy working hard um so cats in the cradle cats cradle and so you want to avoid all that but at the time when you're 22 24 26 unless the person you're with actually sees anticipates that being a problem they're not going to think that's a big deal And plus we have a culture that says fathers are pretty much uh extraneous anyway so they're just not going to think that that's a big deal um the quality of broken women that you you probably qualify for um is not going to think that's a big deal but so you so there's a bit of a negotiation where you're going to have to get them to see that that's a big deal but you can do this with a thought experiment by just getting them to think about all of the baby boomers they know who screwed up their family and how that became and how are they going to be different? Like, what are they going to do to break the cycle? And still they might think they might naturally break the cycle, um, but it'll plant the seed as in like, you know, maybe conventional wisdom doesn't really produce the greatest kids and I want to produce the greatest kids. So I might have to do something different, than, different from conventional wisdom. Um, and that's how you start thinking, maybe I need someone who is actually good at family. Maybe I, and, and you know, there's some mercenaries, especially women who think, think someone who's good at families and someone who goes out, earns a lot of money and then gives it to me so that I do the family. <laughs> That's how a lot of mercenary women think. But uh, I, I actually wanna participate in my family. So you're not gonna get with someone who's, don't get with someone who just wants you to pay for them to raise the family you want to, like, you want to be able to um, raise your kids, like, in a substantive way. Uh, Nothing else matters. Like, a lot of other things matter, but if you screw up your kids, everything else kind of just isn't going to taste as sweet. (laughs) Everything else is a cherry on top of a good family. Um, And if you have, you don't want a cherry on top of, like, poop a lot of people don't like their kids. A lot of people's kids are screw up and then they spend the rest of their time. We have like having bad, screwing up the first 10, 15 years of your family gets very expensive for the rest of your life. I just don't want to do that. And so I, uh, I, I put a lot of thought into what it takes to actually have a superior family and a superior family will keep someone from being divorced. Right? Nobody's going to divorce you if they think that you're providing a superior family. They might divorce you if they think, well, I could have this family without you. But if you make yourself indispensable to a superior family, then you won't get divorced. So that's the tagline. If you take anything out, if you take anything away, to make yourself undivorceable, make yourself indispensable to having a superior family. But it has to be recognized as being a superior family and being recognized as being indispensable. So like right now, let's be honest, if my my wife for for pretty much any reason divorces me, like everyone will think she's crazy. And not because I'm rich, not because I'm handsome, not because I'm whatever, but because like you would jeopardize your awesome family for this And, and it's like obvious that I'm a pretty significant part of the awesomeness of this family. So I don't need the other things because I do the family right. The problem is, you know, talking to a 22 year old about like, a 24 year old about how what you bring to the table is like you're securing an awesome family. They might not understand because they might think an awesome family is secured by, um, you know, you making a lot of money. And I never actually, I never actually, Pitch myself as a guy who's going to make a lot of money. I, I always pitch myself as a guy who's going to work and make some money. And by the way, if you appreciate me um, working and making money, go ahead and go to www.funkyacademic.com. I now have a producer, um, and he's putting together some clips for the TikTok, and I think maybe the Instagram, and you might see me on Facebook Reels. So you're going to see a little snippets more often now because I I, I have a Jimbo, the producer, good guy. And uh, help me pay Jimbo's salary. He's got mouths to feed, and he's got a family of his own. Help Jimbo make moves. Go to www.funkyacademic.com. He's a good, he's a great guy. Um, and kick in five, fifteen, to fifty dollars a month, and I'll keep giving you a quality of real game that you don't get everywhere else. Because everywhere else will tell you how to get laid. Everyone else will tell you maybe how to get married. I'm telling you how to get married in a way that takes divorce off the table without, in a way that's internal to the relationship to the family and without having to, like, um, have your spouse be dependent on you for money. Instead, they'll be dependent on you for a quality of good family, which is an appropriate dependence. Spouses should be dependent upon each other for providing a quality of good family. That might be tied to money, but, like, you know is mostly tied to like being responsible in raising the kids and being responsible in, you know, meeting each other's needs. So div- casual you don't you didn't have to think about this in before the era, era of casual divorce. It was all about just getting married and the story's over. But now it's about how do you act in a marriage in a way that sustains the family? And it's not by kissing you know, it's not by simping. Um, Simps get divorced all of the time. It's by showing the particular contribution that, like, that parents can have to raise, that parents need to have in raising a, a singular or uniquely superior family. And it's only superior because most Americans are bad at it. Most Americans are bad at family, but they have money, especially with the whites. Bad at family, but they have money that, that kind of covers it, <laughs> covers their badness. You can pay for the rehabs and the, you know outsource it to a therapist and other institutions that might cover it. But um, I, I, you can handle a lot of this internally. And if you handle this all internally, it turns out that you end up being a very good, not only husband, father, and a family member on appropriate terms. You are legitimately awesome. And divorcing you then becomes not only recognized, becomes ridiculous, but and recognized as ridiculous. And so you don't have to worry about it. As lo- but if they think that they can do it without you, then, you know, we live in a modern world where if they think they can do it without you, or a better thing comes along, they'll, they'll drop you. So um, these are the kinds of arguments you have to seed. It won't be obvious in the beginning. It will not be obvious. Or for the people who it is, it is obvious at the beginning, um, they might be out of your league. So for the people in your league, it won't be obvious at the beginning. They think that you can kind of phone in family and the kids will be a fine. Or the kids will be superior just because, I don't know, for a lot of reasons. But it turns out that you can't. And by the time that you prove that it can't, it, it might take a while. They have to see all of them. Sometimes they might have to see all of their friends fail. Um... And by the way, if you think, if you're one of my wife's friends and you watch this and you think I'm talking about you, maybe I am. That's a you problem. (laughs) Um, But, um, yeah, that's that's a you problem. But all you have to do is put your mind towards raising awesome kids and being awesome in the family and uh you won't get divorced but if you don't if you depend on something external like money or a job then as soon as that money or a job goes away or as soon as they think that they can get the money or the job um without you it's an it's an improper dependent it's an improper dependence and as soon as they become independent economically independent they don't need you anymore so they might bounce and you know these a lot of these women do bounce so that's where we're at. We want to set up the appropriate, the appropriate dependence where they're depending on you for the health of the family, and you're depending on them for the health of the family. Not an inappropriate dependence where they're depending on you for money because they, if they get money anywhere else, or if you lose your money, then you're out the door. They got an Eric Kabadu song about that. You know, called Tyrone. All right. Take care. I will see you on Thursday for a show about something.